But yeah, thank you guys so much. I'm really excited to talk to you about this movie. Thank uh, you. But yeah, let's just dive in. Mm -hmm. So, what is it like getting to voice original characters in a franchise like Dragon Ball? For like the, the, you're coming into this mm -hmm. as original characters in a franchise that's been along been here for so long. Mm -hmm. And then for you, I wanted to ask, what is it like for having Goku be in the spotlight in this movie? Like you've been voicing, I mean Gohan, <laughs> Gohan being in the spotlight. And, being, and, and people seeing this movie like this for the first time? Uh, well, you know, I've, I've been voicing this character in, in the voiceover industry for 22 years, so um, been waiting a long time for, for uh, Gohan to have a little more screen time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I usually tell people, it's like, we're waiting for Gohan to be great again. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, this presents an opportunity for that, so yeah, voicing the character, I'm absolutely excited and thrilled, uh, and, and very happy to, to see what the fan reaction is going to be. Uh, for me, jumping into such a legacy of a, of a franchise is truly an honor, and also I've always been a fan of many of these, you know, series that we get to work on. So for me, having the creative freedom to take on a new brand new character is always really refreshing and it gives us as uh, artists and actors a lot more, I mean a lot less pressure when it mm. comes to fulfilling, you know, the, the shoes of somebody else before you. Yeah. Uh, I think like a lot with a lot of foundational shows like this one, like Dragon Ball of course is a legendary franchise and uh, a lot of us grew up with it. Um, no matter our entry points, all of us here, we, we entered into this franchise at some point as a fan. And um, to be able to kind of join something that was so foundational to me, I remember like you know, recording the movie and being like, I'm talking to Piccolo right now, like which is, is absolutely insane. Um, so it's an incredible honor, and to be able to like, these voices are very like found are very distinct for us. Like you all, you know in your head what Goku or Gohan or Piccolo sounds like. So to be able to kind of establish a, a voice. Mm -hmm. of a new character um, to kind of join the ranks in that way mm -hmm. um, is, is an incredible honor as well. Yeah. yeah awesome. Like, adding on to that, um, what was it like finding the voice? Like, what process did you go through? Were there any mm -hmm. previous experiences? Um, and then I'm, I'm still interested, because, like, you know, Gohan is older in mm -hmm. this, and, like, even though you've been voicing him for so long, like, if you, if you can share, like, what was it like developing his voice? Like when you well, luckily, it's just my own speaking voice. But when I was, you know, doing his voice for Gohan going to high school, you know, twenty something years ago, uh, I just pitched it higher. But now he's a little bit older, so my voice can kind of just stay in its natural range. You can so. finally relax after twenty two years. Yes, I can just be my <laughs> own self. I still have that, that, that sort of rasp quality that he's always had ever since he was a little kid, but um, yeah, it's, it, it's just like, uh, you know, riding a bike, you know, it's mm -hmm. just like I've, I've inhabited this character for so long, it's like, it's just, it, it, it almost directs itself, mm -hmm. like Chris Abbott has said, it's like, you guys have been playing these characters for so long talking about the veteran cast that have been there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, you guys, you guys know your characters. And when we got to voice Kai back in the day and just kind of revisit those story arcs again, it was, it was kind of neat. It's like, hey, hey, uh, we look at a script and say, hey, this is not 
totally written the way that he would speak. It's like, well, let's let's do that. You mm. know the character. How would he say this? Mm. Would he call him father, or would he call him dad? And it's like, mm. no, he calls him dad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, an important thing for Gamma One and Two was that uh, we made sure that our voices were similar enough, but also different. Dif- each other. Yeah. We had yeah. to make sure that it was distinct enough that you could tell the two of them apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Zeno and I. Sometimes we tend to sit in a similar range, yeah. naturally. Yeah. So it was definitely a fun challenge to, you know, kind of bring our own personalities <laughs> into each of these roles. Yeah, uh, and it, it definitely was also a lot of like following the uh, uh, the original Seiyus. Uh, like I, I took a lot of cues from Yamasan, and um, uh, kind of the, that performance, the vocal quality. It helped me kind of establish like where I wanted Gamma Two to sit, especially in relation to Gamma One. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and like uh, their personalities, I think in the original a- acting, it plays a big, a big role in like being like, oh, then we can do it this way. Um, usually, like Alex said, we like, even when we were like auditioning, I didn't know <laughs> which one we were playing until I was there, because we could have fit into any of them. Um, so it was just about like, uh, even hearing hearing his performance, then I would be like, I'm gonna take it a little more in this direction, and I'm sure mm-hmm. Alex did the same. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, hearing me, I'm going to take it over here. Very cool. Um, how do you guys feel this movie will impact Dragon Ball franchise going forward? Uh, well, if past box office is any indication, it's, uh, <laughs> the show is, is, is uh, the franchise gonna, is going to continue mm-hmm. uh, in, in, you know, from here on out. I think way past when we're alive, That's I think true. it'll it'll still be there. <laughs> it'll be there. It'll just be like Star Wars or Marvel yeah, or yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Future. It yeah. will. It will. And and we are blessed to, to help kind of lay the foundation and be a part of the original English dub mm-hmm. um, that a lot of people in North America and the world uh, have been exposed to. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, for me, I think this movie would be if it's uh, you know any indication like you said from Pat, it would be great because this movie is so different from the other entries that mm-hmm. I would love to see more character-focused uh, mm-hmm. movies in the future. So it's it's great that Gohan gets to take the spotlight, and I, I think it'll definitely set an example for what we can possibly get. You know, so I'm very excited yeah. for that. I think this movie opens up a lot of questions for me. Like as a fan, I was like, what does this mean? You know, like <laughs> I got to the end and I was like. What, what There's got to be something here that mm-hmm. means something. Mm-hmm. And so I just think, yeah, it's like always hinting that there's a, a more. more a, a, There's more a, a, Another level to get to, mm-hmm. another universe this to build. This is only the surface level. Yeah. Um, what will happen next? Yeah. Find out <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whether it's movies or, or more anime uh, series, we're not sure where the, what the future holds. But I... whatever it is, I bet the, fa- the, the fans are going to be thrilled no matter what. Happens. I definitely think we're getting granola soon. I'm just saying. I definitely, mm-hmm. think, ah. I definitely think that's Fingers happening. crossed. I would love to see granola yeah. No, and I agree because I feel like this movie kind of delivers on what we were promised after the Cell Saga. Mm-hmm. And it, yes. it, it's like the perfect, yeah. it, it just fits perfectly. Little anyway. companion piece, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and if you could give one reason for people to watch the movie, what would you think that would be for mm. you personally? Uh, 
I think if you've been a fan of Gohan all this time, mm -hmm. I think this is uh, this is required viewing. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do not miss uh, this, especially a chance to see it in theaters and for the first time in North America in IMAX. IMAX. Right. Dragon Ball in IMAX? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's a way you can't replicate at home. We know four K and Blu Ray looks fantastic, but I mean. The sheer size of an IMAX screen to get to enjoy I'm so excited. Dragon Ball for the first time. You know, it's like Japan has been so lucky with these last few movies, and it's like, come on, guys, bring it here. And they finally have. Right. It's iconic uh, for, for so many reasons. Yeah, I think uh, this is definitely a great entry point for, you know, casual fans, and also if you want to bring your family or friends into the fold of the Dragon Ball universe, this is definitely the movie to do it because it's, it's, I think it pays homage to the earlier, prior, uh, pre-Dragon Ball Z. This is a Dragon Ball, this feels very much like Dragon Ball, you know, where mm -hmm. there's a lot of comedy, there's a lot of heart, and there's a lot of messages about family that's mixed with all this really cool spectacle and action. Yeah. I was gonna watch it regardless if I was in it or not. It's just how I so happen to be in it now. Um, <laughs> you know, like that's the only difference. Uh, and uh, very similar to what Alex said, I think it, it is kind of rem reminiscent of like uh, kind of returning to the roots of, of, of Dragon Ball and this mixture of comedy refreshing. and action and mm -hmm. spectacle. And now it's got this like really beautifully animated CGI style. It's kind of also the first time we're seeing a lot of these characters outside of the video games kind of moving in a three-dimensional space. Mm -hmm. And the way it's directed lends itself to that huge spectacle and the angles. And um, I just think that's just a feast for the eyes as well. It's just, it's just impe like very impeccable, very precise from beginning to end. Right. And I think just to experience that uh, Dragon Ball in this way, in this form, is, is uh, you can't, it's like, yeah, like Kyle mm -hmm. said, like very required, I think. In, in short, we can't condense it to one reason. Just go see it. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Uh, and then last question. This movie, like we said, it's very, it feels very different from previous works, but like, specifically the animation style. Mm -hmm. What were your guys' reaction when you first saw it, like what the animation style would be, and then seeing the final product? I thought it looked amazing. Um, and I think it just speaks to the evolution of animation and techniques and using today's tools to, to pay homage to the original look. So it still retains that. It still mm -hmm. feels like Dragon Ball, but it's using some different tools to achieve new heights. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I was really, really uh, happy to see that form. It's a, it's a really, really interesting take on the traditional Dragon Ball that we all know. Mm -hmm. So seeing, you know, the new tools, like you said, being put to use, like that rain scene from the trailer. I'm a big fan of rain in any sort of mm -hmm. media. So seeing that in like the 3D space and they had all the reflections and stuff like that and seeing their, the mist flash, like it uses a lot of like really cool real-ish elements. Mm -hmm. So seeing that with the animation and obviously it's stylized to yeah. look 2D at some point. Yeah. So it's just a great combination of visual styles that yeah. I'm a huge fan of. I remember even going in and recording it and kind of watching some of that animation, even knowing that even when I was recording it wasn't completely done. I was like, oh, this is going to be incredible. It felt very much like the heart and soul of Dragon Ball. And I don't know why I never even thought that, yeah, how, much, how much it would work 
in a three-dimensional space. Like, I feel like 3D animation kind of is like, people are very trepidatious, but I don't think they have anything to worry about with mm -hmm. this. Like, it's so specific. Like, even in the new trailer, there's a part of Gamma 1 running on top of a Kamehameha before, like, it's just that kind of specificity that they get with this sort of animation in the direction. Um, it, Camera goes crazy. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's just like, why wouldn't you want to see a Kamehameha in three dimensions? Why wouldn't you want to see that? <laughs> like, you know, like, why haven't we seen that before? It's, it's, I, I just think it, it added a, a fresh new element, especially when you're coming off of like, Broly was like, oh, here's a new style. Like, this, is, this isn't the traditional style you're used to. It's a brand new, kind of more fluid style. And now this one's very, very specific. I think it's the best word I can, I can describe it. Here's a new, uh, new style. You're right. Like and, it, and it's like very, like, like, establishing the soul of, I think, the series. Love it. Well, thank you guys again for your time. Thank you. Can't thank wait you. for everyone else to see the movie. Yes. yes. Agreed.